Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Building a Wealthy Mindset podcast, where future millionaires come to learn about how to increase their net worth. I am your host, David Tian. Today, we will be talking about the concept of debt leveraging. Debt leveraging. What is debt leveraging? How can you use it to make a profit? How can you use other people's money to make yourself rich? We all know about the social network website Facebook. Facebook, regardless of its recent scandals, has had a huge impact on our lives. As a result, its CEO and founder, Mark Zuckerberg, is one of the wealthiest people in the entire world. His net worth, as of this podcast, is well north of $100 billion. Now, with such a high net worth, he can easily afford any home in the world. And yet, he took out a mortgage for his home in Palo Alto. Why would he do that? Why would a billionaire who can afford any home in the world bother to take out a loan and pay interest on it? First, what is a home loan? Home loan, as the name suggests, or a mortgage, is a loan from the bank to pay for, you guessed it, a home. Usually, these home loans have interest rates of around maybe 3 to 4% or so. However, Mark Zuckerberg is no common consumer. With such a high profile and such a high net worth, banks know that he's good for his word. They know that he can repay any amount. As a result, because he's a safe bet, banks are willing to loan him money for a home at a much lower interest rate than they would give to you or I. His home loan was at a rate of around 1%. Now, 1% doesn't seem like much, but with a home value of $6 million, over a 30-year-old, uh, not a 30-year-old, but a 30-year home loan, that could amount to over $2 million. Why on earth would someone take out a loan and pay an extra $2 million when he could pay it all in cash? And not have to pay anything in loans, or not, not to pay anything in interest to the bank. The answer lies in the concept of debt leveraging. Now, if Mark Zuckerberg were to take that $6 million that he would have paid in cash on the house and instead invested in the stock market, he could get 7 to 8% returns in terms of real returns for the next 30 years. Minus 1% for the home loan, and you've got 6 to 7% gains for the next 30 years. For a $6 million home loan, that amounts to an extra 30 to $40 million after the course of 30 years, all because he, took out a, he borrowed money instead of using his own money. In reality, Mark Zuckerberg is likely smarter than I'll ever be, and he probably knows how to invest that money and get well more than, much more than a 7 to 8% return on his money. So how can you use debt leveraging to your advantage? First, it is necessary to differentiate between good debt and bad debt. There are some financial gurus out there, such as Dave Ramsey, who seem to imply that all debts are bad. For me, however, I don't think that's the case. Good debt is anything that puts money into your pocket, and bad debt is anything that takes money out of your pocket. In this conceptualization, student loans would actually be considered a form of bad debt. In fact, there are many kinds of bad debt that 
our society for some reason encourages young people to take. And I think student loans are some of the most pernicious of them all. In any other industry, giving six-figure loans to 18-year-olds at high interest rates with no credit history that they can't get rid of even if they go bankrupt would be considered predatory lending. And yet, for some reason, we applaud high school seniors when they, take, when they do so, when they take on six figures of debt for school. Now, why are student loans bad debt? It's because they continuously take money out of your bank account without putting any money back in. Likewise, consumer debt, most notably in the form of excessive credit card use, is also bad debt. So I consider debt to be good debt when you can use that money to acquire assets that put more money into your bank account than it takes out. What are some common ways of doing so? One way is through real estate. You can take out a mortgage for a property and rent that property out. Perhaps you rent it out to a tenant for a year. Perhaps you manage your own Airbnb. So long as the rental income exceeds the monthly payments, maintenance fees, and other costs of owning a property, then it is good debt. This concept applies to both residential and commercial property. Another way is housing. Now, if you take out a loan for your own house, I consider that to be bad debt. However, if you take out a mortgage and let's say you purchase a duplex and you rent out the first floor or second floor while living on the other floor, and you can use the rental income to pay off the mortgage, this is known as house hacking, by the way, this is how you can turn a mortgage from a bad debt into a good debt. The third one. Auto loans. Now, when I think auto loans, I think of expensive cars that take up nothing but insurance money, gas, and expensive repairs. For the most part, I think of auto loans as bad debt. However, there are still ways you can transform this bad debt into good debt. Perhaps you can use your car to drive for Uber or Lyft. Or even better, depending on whether your lease agreement allows for it or not, you can rent it out on the car, the car sharing app Turo. So number four, another way you can make a bad debt into a good debt or just take out a loan for a good debt is to take out a loan for a business. If you take out a business loan, not only are there tax advantages and other advantages to doing so, but you could soon be making more money than the loan cost in the first place. That would be an example of good debt. The last one is business assets. Number five. For example, if you already have a business, let's say you work as a farmer. Now, you've been working as a farmer for a long time and have been doing everything by hand. You want to increase productivity. And so you take out a loan and purchase a tractor. And now you can get the work dozens of times faster than just doing it by hand alone. So notice that I didn't mention student loans when I mentioned ways you can use debt to your advantage. Generally speaking, I don't like the idea of taking out massive loans for college, even if you end up paying or end up working at a high paying job in the future. Now, what's the difference? What's the difference between taking out a student loan and using debt leveraging to acquire business assets? The difference is that if you are taking out a student loan to increase your skills, ultimately you are still the one doing all the work, just at a higher rate, because you increased input. If I spent $100,000 to learn a new skill, 
and I use that skill to make a higher income, I'm still using that same one hour that I used to have simply at a higher rate. And to acquire that higher rate, I had to pay like $100,000 for an expensive college degree or master's degree or whatever. On the other hand, if you purchase a tool, such as a tractor for your farm, you're still doing the same amount of work. It's the same one hour, same two hours. I haven't increased a single thing. I simply increased my output. So I should point out that all of these ideas come with the non-trivial risk of failure. However, if with, with enough careful planning and, and execution, you can end up winning more often rather than losing in the long run. There are many ways of leveraging debt for a profit, and these are just some ideas. Feel free to think as creatively, creatively as possible. Thank you for listening, and good luck.